This episode of Two Men No Hope is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey Jamie, why so glum? Oh, bruv. I just wish we could help the listeners even more. Well, I can turn that frown upside down, mate. How are you going to do that? Let me tell you about a company called BetterHelp, the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. 100% online? So can our listeners get help anywhere? That's right. They can talk to a therapist however they feel comfortable, wherever it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. They can message their therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient to them. So will they get the right therapist for them? BetterHelp has a network of over 30,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help them with a wide range of issues. Plus, if their therapist isn't the best fit for any reason, they can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. Wow, that's really good. Well, what can we offer the listeners to get them started? Well, we have teamed up with them to offer them 10% off their first month. All they have to do is go to betterhelp.com forward slash two men no hope. That's betterhelp.com forward slash two men no hope. So all they have to do to get all of that and 10% off for the first month is go to betterhelp.com forward slash two men no hope. Exactly, my friend. Now, doesn't that make you feel better? Yes, bro. That's so much more off my mind. Welcome everyone to another Friday with Two Men No Hope. I'm Dan as always and with me is my glory hugging partner, Jamie Maltman. Friday night, every, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> every, every time I speak to you, you're somewhere getting praise for this podcast. And where am I? Freezing my ass off, Jamie, in my house, wearing my scarf on my podcast. Well, Dan, you bastard. I'm a sociable being, Dan. I'm out and about doing this, that, and everything. It's going to be like the Beatles. We're going to break up over differences because you're getting all the glory, and I'm sitting in my freezing cold house. It's not my fault you're in Scotland, Dan. <laughs> Oh, the TikToks are so good. Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome, Jamie. Take the glory for that one as well. Uh, I Actually, I was saying <laughs> that it was you that was doing them, not me. Freezing my ass off. I gave you, you all the props. <laughs> yeah, she did. I don't even know who I am. Just, it's just the guy with the hat. That's all they care about. <laughs> anyway taken out on the on the episode how have you been man been all right yeah um as you know went to a party saturday got pretty messy i didn't know until i saw the pictures on facebook yeah i, fin- I finished work i went to, on friday as i said to you on friday i went to the cinema got home at half 11 went back to work at six in the morning so i had to be i had about five hours sleep um, finished that, then went straight to a family party. Joe's wife's fiftieth, so it was a oh, okay. It was a big old family party down, big hall party. You didn't invite me though. What the fiftieth? Uncle Joe didn't invite me. We, yeah, call him out now, Dan. You know he's going to be listening. Call him out. <laughs> 
It's outrageous. It's outrageous. The new additions to the family, he doesn't even fucking invite me. I'll take that by that invite to Scotland. You know what I mean? Leave him behind. Everyone else can come up. Your dad and everyone. <laughs> we'll send like a group photo to him. Where, where, where are you? Did, did you not get on the plane? Oh, that's weird. Put a space where he would have been, but it's blacked out. <laughs> yeah, we just get some random guy in the pub to sit there for us. You're Joe for yeah, call him Joe for the day, innit? Yeah, yeah. The new Uncle Joe. I'm not bitter. Just disappointed, Jamie. <laughs> Did you have a good time though? Uh yeah, it was good. It was a catch up with some of the family that I ain't seen in fucking probably about two years. Some of them. So it's been it's been good. That's right. It was good. Um Sunday was a travesty. Um as you can imagine. And then back to clean eating and usual trying to do my best by my body. Trying to get this fat off my body. <laughs> I've been in a dark place the last two days. Although I did do a, a night out without a single cigarette. So I haven't smoked. Been vaping like fuck, but I haven't that... smoked. Oh, have you? I was going to say, yeah. Fucking hell. Watermelon smells coming out of you again. I actually smelt of lemon and lime on Saturday, Dan. Lemon and lime. <laughs> lemon and lime. <laughs> like the jelly? <laughs> I wish it was the jelly. It would have been Smell. nicer. It's... Um, how you been anyway? Yeah, same old shit. Going to Edinburgh this weekend, so I'm looking forward to that. I'm going to get drunk. And then I'm going to go see a comedy club and I'm going to heckle them saying that they're not as good as Two Men No Hope. You should, what I was thinking you should do is print off a load of flyers and just leave them everywhere in that whole place. (laughs) (laughs) Just like leave them on top of like the toilet and stuff and pin them everywhere. Yeah. I should get a load of the stickers and just stick them on the bottom of all the coasters in all the bubs. Yeah, that's good So idea. if someone turns a coaster over, they're like, oh, what's this? <laughs> Google it. Google it. But, um, yeah, no, normal life dramas um, that the, the listeners don't care about, Jamie, because we're here to help them, not to help ourselves. Well, Although I do need this because my mental health is fucked. Yeah, but, um, this is our everything's therapy. going great. Yeah. We um we made it onto the charts of good pods for the overall, not just comedy. We we surpassed that and managed to get onto the 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 main page of, of charts, which was great. Thanks very much. Um, we've got more stars on Spotify, which is great. Uh, next week we have got guests coming on from uh, Two Drunk Bros. They come on, they can't wait to help some of the listeners and you guys get, we've got probably enough emails already. <laughs> you know, you've got another fucking week until we're recording and we've probably got enough already. So it's going to be a really good episode. Um, they're on board with our... Premise. Premise. Sorry, thank you very much. Um, so it's all good. It's still going to be the same way, but you just get two more people to uh, to help you out. Uh, we got great emails for this episode. We got great stories for this episode. They've been flooding bigger in. and better this year. They have bigger been. and better. <laughs> they yeah. have been flooding in. Every time I look at my phone, there's and a new I... screenshot sent from you. <laughs> and I tell you what, though, I'm sick to fucking death of the promoters 
Oh, what? Oh. Uh, us, emailing us. Hello, sir. Like, you f- want top podcast? Number yeah, one yeah. of the world. <laughs> it's fucking absolutely mental. Um, oh, the bloody. I was like, that's not what I should be, right? Podcast promotions. Logic Impact Group. Um, the fuck is that? <laughs> I don't know what that one says. Titan Marketing. I'm just like, what the, just leave us alone. They're just generic fucking... And we're primarily, primarily on Spotify. That's what we do our most of our promotion from. I'm a professional iTunes podcast promoter. And what? But, yeah. Do you know what it is? It's a scam. Yeah, I mean. And then when you actually send that shit through, if you actually sent them money, they'd have four fellas with about 200 phones just following everything that you do. So it makes it look this like person's good, given, given their Pfeiffer account. I just think I'm not going to do it. What annoys me though, right, is that it damages the people that are actually good at promoting podcasts. Yeah, because we don't know who's real. You don't. No. The last we two don't. were quite it eloquently written, some... and I was like, normally it's all caps, all written in caps, and they're telling me, "Hello, sir, I can do it for you. I can do it for you," and all this shit. I'm just like, delete. Yeah. Um, I will also help to attract more opportunities. It's a true win-win. <laughs> Celebs like Taylor Swift and brands like Dolce & Gabbana have used the same approach to brand building to grow into a fantastic online brand. Can you please give me more information detailed about how we can help you? Well, that's your job, not mine. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You're not going to do your research? I ain't going to give you any money. So fuck off. <laughs> if they wanted if that. they wanted to actually do it genuinely they would pitch us something no one's pitched anything yeah. no one's pitched that's anything. the best one is the ones that go um hi we're pop- we're a podcast promotions uh is your podcast on itunes <laughs> i don't know is it <laughs> i don't know you, you tell me I, I couldn't tell you do you know no at idea. the beginning when i was naive to it i would answer and i'd be like this is on the previous podcast that I did. I'd be like, oh, what, what kind of things does this entail? And it was like, what is the name of your podcast? And they're sending a message to the <laughs> podcast. Yeah. So they have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Oh. I love the ones that start, dear two men. <laughs> I'm like, you don't, even, you don't even know our names, do you? <laughs> You've not even looked men. at the page. Could be anyone. <laughs> You've not even no. looked at the fucking page. At least look at the page. <laughs> You've literally just looked at the beginning of our email address and gone, that must be their name. <laughs> I mean, hello, two men. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm going to pour myself this drink and then we're going to crack on. Just before the start of this episode, I pour, well, I opened a can of beer. And it sprayed all over me, sprayed all over the laptop, all over the floor, all over my face. I've been basically bukkakied by a fucking can of beer. <laughs> what film did you go see at the cinema? Avatar. Oh, God. What did you think of it? I thought it was alright. It was alright. It's very fucking long, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's long, but yeah, I'm used to long now after watching all them Marvel films, isn't it? I always like think three hours is the basis. 
but uh, it was it was good. Little weird turquoise people with their weird hands it was a little bit different, but I'm glad they didn't just go the down next the one. same fucking road. <clears throat> the next one's supposed to have the fire region in it. They're supposed to be like the bad guys of the planet. Oh, really? Are they going to be red? Mm-hmm. If they're red. I'll tell you, it's not very fucking original, is it? Yeah, you know I mean, we need some bad guys. What? So we've had flying, we've had water. We need some bad people. What are we gonna do? So we've had fire. wind, water. So it'd be fire. Yeah. And then there'll be stone people, and they'll be like fucking. <laughs> 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 they'll be the smart people hanging out on the rocks, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking hell. But no, it's right. They're covering themselves in unobtainium. Yeah. That's what they call their private bits. Unobtainium. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe how many fucking kids they had. I thought them two, you can tell there's no contraception there. They're going absolutely at it. What makes me laugh, what, as laugh as well was like, that he can just pop them out. Like all this magic they did to put his cripple uh, into a body. And it's like, my dick works perfectly. You know, well, it's that tangly hair thing, isn't it? Just fucking fluid everything. running off it. Yeah. Can now brushes past something and it gets pregnant. But anyway, stop talking about them freaks. Because <laughs> that's what they are. <laughs> one thing I couldn't get over during that was the day before I went to see it, one of my mates at work told me that the actor that plays the main guy does this annoying film in all of the uh, does this annoying thing in all the films he does where when he's jumping or doing any kind of movement he goes he does this weird like like that yeah and then when I watched Avatar he did it all the way through the film wasn't it? every time he jumped on something it was Aah! the same sound exact same sound what in every film he's in every film he's in when he's jumping yeah he does this weird like voice because uh, he's uh, really good in um, Terminator yeah I have to watch that now. It triggered me the whole film. <laughs> Do you know when you sit there? Once you, again. yeah, once people tell you things like that, you can't unsee it. No. There's that thing about um, in Friends, one of the women in it does some. I can't remember what it is. The blonde one, Phoebe. No, the other one. Is she blonde? Jennifer Anderson, Rachel. Yeah. She does something. I can't remember what it is. I know her nips are like, hard. They are, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it was like, once you see it, you can't unsee it. She does this like weird tick thing. But, um, right. Let's get on to the emails. Let's, let's stop dilly-dallying, Jamie. Let's get on with it. <laughs> That's what people are here for. Right, so we've got a previous listener emailing in. Um... He was offered. I wanted to get out of his dad's house. So you have to cut that massive gap now. (laughs) It was a guy living with his dad and he wanted to go out and go on his own. So he says, long time no speak. I finally caught up with the episodes. And what a fun few days it's been. I've listened to 17 episodes in three days. Now that is fucking dedication. <laughs> that is an achievement, yeah. That's more than yeah, what I would listen mental. to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, 
thank you very much. We really appreciate it. That'd be why every time I look at my phone, it's like, whoop, jump. That's him. This is that one guy. <laughs> Single-handedly. Yeah. So he says he really enjoyed the joke segment of our work party. And he said that his favourite one was the the ones that we were questioning about cutting. The one about prison. Oh, yeah, Which yeah. personally was my favourite one as well, which I never made a TikTok of because I didn't think we could get away with it. <laughs> so um, if you want to hear that, well... If you're listening now, you probably would have heard it. But yeah, <clears throat> that's the only way you're going to hear it. But anyway, it says, I have a question for you both. I hate my mum's latest boyfriend and I feel him creeping on my younger sister all the time. Mum will not listen to me on the subject. I don't know your guy's situation growing up, but how the fuck do I get this waste of space out of our lives? Short of burying him six feet under... Not to say I haven't thought about it. Good. What's he saying? Keep up the good work. That is a really tough one for this year. I was. Um... It is tough, yeah. Like especially, like my parents are together, so I wouldn't know what it's like to have a that situation going on in the house. But um, depending on how well built you are, I would th- I would think confront him on it yourself. Yourself, if your mum's not listening, maybe do something yourself about it. You should really have to go down that road, but I remember um, I was a little shit when I was younger. Well, I'm still a little shit, but I was even more when I was younger. <laughs> and uh, before my mum met my stepdad, she always used to have like. Oh, that makes us sound really bad. <laughs> Bringing votes back to the thing. But um, as soon as she come home, I would always get up. And she used to say to me that I could always tell if they were no good because I would just be a dick until they left. <laughs> and there was this one night, she dated this guy, and I can't remember his name, but we called him the Karate Kid. He looked just like the Karate Kid. Fucking hell. Like spitting image of that fucking guy. And she come home one night, and um, I came down, I sat between her and I was like picking bits of fluff off her dressing gown. And then I was like sitting there farting. And she was like, oh, I think you have to go because Dan's not settled. I was like, oh, uh, that makes me sound really young. I was about eight. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I, mean? <laughs> I wasn't like a baby or nothing. I was like a kid just being a dick. Yeah. And he never came back, the karate kid. But um, and there was another guy as well that... Um, when I hit puberty, I fancied the uh, the pink Power Ranger because I thought she was fit, Kimberly. Mm, I think everyone did, didn't they? And this knobhead only goes out and buys me a pink Power Ranger like doll. I remember him giving it to me. Yeah, and I just looked at it and I just thought to myself, mate, I want to fuck her. I don't want to fucking play with a doll of her. <laughs> you know what I mean? What's going on here? <laughs> Try and getting... That's what they do, though. That's what... When you meet a woman that's got kids... They automatically want to try and get in good with the kids because they think that's an automatic win. Oh, right. So they're like trying to sweet you up with toys and shit. Yeah, yeah. So I just remember looking at mum and, and she's just like shaking her head, just like, just say thanks. And I'm like, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't last long either. And then you come upstairs and nothing. destroy the fucking toy off the landing, just yeet it on the floor. Yeah, just fucking throw it. <laughs> but um, it's difficult because. Um, she obviously wants a partner. You know what I mean? Mm. Everyone wants to be with someone. But she's being quite stubborn with like the whole not listening to your 
opinion on things. I don't know. It's hard to. Yeah, you, you don't enough. want to get in the way of your mum having a good relationship. But if this guy is a piece of shit, then you need to make it. Maybe do what Dan did when he was younger. Make it awkward for that person to be there. Do you <laughs> know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but like, it just like it'd feel like my chest getting tight when he said about creeping on his little sister and stuff. Yeah, it's that's like, the worst that's... part. Yeah, yeah, because I don't. You don't know if this guy lives at home or anything like that. Like, you can't be there twenty four seven to watch her. Nor should he have to. It's messed up how many people are like that out there. I um. Saying about stuff like that, I knew this guy, real fucking nutcase, but his mum um, started dating a drug dealer. And uh, I remember this guy, like, as soon as he got drinking him, he wanted to, like, batter the fuck everything. But um, I remember a few times him having a spat with his mum's boyfriend and them having, like, a full-on fucking fist fight mm. in front of, like, his younger sister. Yeah. It's just a... There's nothing really. You can, if the mum's not willing to accept it or see the way you see it, there's not a lot you can do. Yeah, you know I mean, you've already told her you don't approve of it, and then the day she's an adult. Sometimes you know I mean? uh, violence to... ain't the answer as well. Because one of my good friends growing up, he hit his stepdad with a lamp. Yeah, <laughs> 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 he smacked him over the face with a lamp, and um, he got kicked out in it. Uh, I remember he was living on everyone's sofas for fucking ages. And then eventually he was allowed back home. But the stepdad went after that. But it, he had to wait until the mum and dad, the mum and the stepdad split up before he could go back home. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, if she's obviously shown that she wants to give him a chance, then whatever you do is just going to look bad on you. Mm. That's the sad sort of situation you're in yeah is what it yeah it is yeah it's a difficult one there's not a lot you can do um it's been racking my brain since we got the email trying to figure out a way to because i don't really get on with my stepdad he talks to my mum terribly but yeah i mean you can look out look out for them but at the end of the day they've got to make their own decisions and they yeah like i said from the email it sounds like she already has and if you see him physically doing anything towards your sister, you're going to have to fucking... That's when you step in. Then clap him. Yeah. <laughs> then bury him. Yeah. Put him, do- put him down. Yeah. <laughs> short of, like, if you live on your own, short of, like, taking your sister to live with you, you know what I mean? There's not a lot you can do. No, exactly. And that's a lot of responsibility to take on as well. It is, yeah. And if anything, that plays a lot into her hands because then she's got the whole house with him and her and she might get used to it. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, so all we can say is be strong, man. And um, we hope that your feelings are off and he's just a bit creepy. Yeah, let's <laughs> hope. people like let's that. Hope. And um, yeah, hopefully... like they're harmless, but they've just got that atmosphere. Yeah, hopefully someone else's opinion on the matter kind of helps you. But don't really know what else to say other than that, really. Yeah, no. This um we've all been through it. Like so mum my mum dated loads of fucking weirdos before, well, until she married a weirdo. But I suppose he was the, the least of them. <laughs> I remember this guy, his name was Moose. Moose. 
<clears throat> yeah, his name was Moose. Oh, yeah, God. he had a fucking ponytail. That was like when I was really young. Like my dad must have only been gone a couple of years, so I must have been what like six or seven. And um, I remember falling over and landed in a load of stinging nettles. Mm. And granted, it's like the first time I've met him. And he like fucking, he goes to my mum like, oh, bring him in the kitchen. And then he gets a load of fucking, I think it was vinegar. Is that's how you stop the stinging? Just fucking whaps a load of vinegar on me. And I'm fucking screaming. Because it's fucking painful. <laughs> I just thought, you fucking dickhead. <laughs> yeah, Moose his name was. Fucking wanker. Man, man of the fucking people. I wouldn't have known to put vinegar on stinging nettles. I'm sure that's what it was. Whatever it was, it fucking hurt. Prick. But, um, yeah, I'm afraid even if you manage to get rid of this guy, there's going to be someone else. <laughs> that's the sad. How many, how many I could get rid of? They kept coming more. Yeah, you know I mean? Some people's taste in spouses is uh, questionable. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So... This guy, I'm going to read the beginning of his email because I appreciated it and I just like to keep on reading it, so I'm going to read it out. So he says, just to mirror your emails from previous episodes, I think you guys are helping people with their issues and making it all in good fun too. It's never something I think about and would ever help me as a listener to hear, but sometimes a different opinion really helps people problem solve. That is. I think you get fixated yeah. On you can't see any other option and it takes like two strangers. Two incredibly funny, charming strangers <laughs> to uh to help you see something. So he says I recently had a fight with my brother at my daughter's birthday party. Full on fist fight, like something out of World Star. We haven't spoken since and it's been just over a month now. Not to mention my baby mama is not speaking to me either. But <coughs> Sorry, I breathed down the wrong hole. <clears throat> my brother turned up to my daughter's party intoxicated and without so much of a card or anything. We had words in the kitchen and warned him to behave. Then he swore one too many times in front of the kids and I pushed him and he went over like a sack of potatoes. I may have jumped to the physical side too early on, but something had to be done. My family think I handled it wrong, and he was in the wrong to come after a to come after being out boozing up at his friends. How do I get to my my relationship back with my brother? Have you guys dealt with this time type of thing in the past? Also, with the baby mama, me and her are done relationship wise. But I still want to be in my daughter's life. How can I get that back on track so I can see my daughter? Thank you. So, you have had many spats with your fucking brothers. <laughs> That's a fucking understatement, yeah. Um, <laughs> we haven't got physical. We haven't, we've nearly got physical. It's happened a few times. Where... I, I beg to differ that, Jamie. <laughs> well, physical, physical. You know what I mean. Um, we haven't been fist fighting. Um, I beg to differ, David. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I remember 
we just started working in the co-op together and you come down in work you were late and you were, you were red in the face like full on fucking like someone had like shit in your cornflakes and I was like what's going on and you were like Kieran come in this morning while I was asleep and tried to get my weights out of my bedroom and dropped a weight straight on my face. Oh, <laughs> on yeah. My face. I forgot about that. Fuck me. So I got up and I fucking decked I punched him, him in the, the fucking face. head. Well, I punched him <laughs> in the side of the face. Uh... <laughs> and then obviously your parents got involved because you started fucking wailing on Kieran. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. Oh, fuck me. I can still see your face when you came into work. Yeah, I got smacked. I was dead asleep. It's my... Really... I shouldn't have been... I had the bar sitting up against the wall. Do you know when you you had it long ways up on the wall? Yeah. When he tried to move it, it fucking landed on me. Smacked me straight in the head. (laughs) It could have killed me, really. Fucking idiot. (laughs) But yeah, <laughs> fucking hell, he was young then. Yeah, that was that was fucking years ago, man. Um, these things happen. Brothers argue all the time. I I could look at my brother the wrong way, and we start a row. So all it takes is if he's your if he is your brother and he's got the same relationship that you think you do with him. All it will take is, oh, sorry, it went a bit far that time, and then just leave it as it is. Doesn't doesn't mean my if if he's your brother at the end of the day he should forgive you, and you him apologising to you should happen as well, for turning up drunk. I think if anything he's probably embarrassed, which is why he hasn't. Yeah, because if if it was me, I wouldn't. You know how stubborn no. I am, Dan. Yeah, yeah. So he's probably yeah stubborn. He's embarrassed, and then as well, if he was drinking, he's probably thinking that you were in the wrong. Yeah. So even though he's like. He's like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah, but he shouldn't have fucking hit me. And it just, yeah, I mean, gets to the point where he's like, well, I'm not going to fucking speak to him. And if he doesn't fully remember, he's only going off other people's opinions on the situation as well. Um, But when it comes to your baby mama, I love that term, baby mama. (laughs) I still don't get the reference because I assume baby mama meant, yeah, because you, in the last one, you said baby mama meant X. It's your ex. Yeah, well, I always thought that, but I was corrected after. Oh, okay. So I think it's so it, both. It just, just re- it just references the fact that baby mother. They are the mother of your child, yeah. yeah. Um, like, the relationship with her is done. That should be left as it is. I think maintaining a relationship with your daughter, or was it a daughter? Or son? Daughter, yeah. With the daughter, daughter. is the most important thing, so... Even if it, you have to come to an agreement where you have to do like oversee over some visits at, the, at first, or have to go through the court system, it's expensive. But if they're not willing to just let you see the kid, there because some some girls can do it, some girls can use it, uh, the children as a weapon, and it's happened to a few of my mm-hmm. friends over the years where they haven't been able to see their kids, um, and it's took a long fight for them to actually be able to do it. And I, all I would say is just keep pursuing it make sure you do not like leave your kid's life if you want to be in it that's all you can do that's it that's when a little I read bit more it, complicated I... than the brother situation i think <laughs> when i read it i in my head i don't know i just play things out in my head so in my head you've had a fight with your brother 
And then she's turned around and she was like, that's the last time you blah, blah, in yeah. front of your daughter. Like, that's it, you can't see anymore. So I think to myself, if you take the step to message your brother, say, oh, let's meet up for a drink or whatever, no, no drink, uh, coffee. And then you say to him, you know, oh, I'm sorry that it went that far. I shouldn't have done it. But then you know, right, that you shouldn't have turned up to a kid's party off your nut. You know, that was out of order blah 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 fix it up pat on the back and then use him to sort of get yourself back in and just be like look i've met up with brother we sort of things out and then if he messaged you and's like oh he's apologized that shows you as the bigger man yeah and maybe that will sway her to be like oh okay he's taking responsibility because that's the whole thing right women hate it when you don't say you don't take responsibility for your actions it was never your fault yeah, you know I mean, everyone hears that from their partner. Yeah. So if you jump on it, you've contacted your brother first. You've tried to sort it out. You've come to terms. Blah 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 blah. She might be like, "Oh, you know, that's all right." And then, like, if you have to make some adjustments, like Jamie says, don't leave her life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even if it ends up just like being difficult for the next couple of months to a year to try and get it done every month it becomes exhausting just keep pursuing with it because i think eventually it will get forgotten about it seems like a massive deal at the minute that you've had a fight with your brother and all that stuff but then in six months time no one will give a shit no one will care be like oh yeah. do you remember oh, yeah, that time yeah. that happened do you know what i mean if anything as well if it's like because obviously we don't need the ins and outs but if she's got a problem say with like your anger pretend to sign up to like anger management like do like one day <laughs> yeah <laughs> just to show you doing it and then be like oh it's fine and then she'll be like oh, okay you're obviously trying to deal with it yeah like, yeah 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 i'm yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i wish i thought of that one back in the years my anger's got me in trouble a few times over the years <laughs> but um yeah no don't stop fighting man um that's the main thing to do Boy, boys that. will be boys and then, you're always going to argue with your brother but then I would be really pissed off as well because when it's your daughter's birthday party she's obviously got other friends and family there that you don't really know do you? That you that's when you meet the other parents yeah it's embarrassing I think and if yeah. you got yeah your brother burst, bursting in and you're having an argument and stuff like that it just shows because the parents influence their kids so all that could have happened and then one snotty fucking parents like, oh, did you hear that, um, I don't know, Tracy's dad had a fight with his fucking brother. They're all pissed out their head. And then the daughter's isolated and stuff like that, which is sick that it shouldn't yeah. come down to, you know what yeah. I mean? But that's the way it is, isn't it? It is, and people can easily use stuff like that as a way into like getting political and shit, so. yeah. All of a sudden, you've, your daughter's got no friends because, oh, your dad's uh, angry, blah, blah, blah. But oh, if that I was me, that, would, that probably would have led me to getting physical quite quickly. The fact that I would have been <laughs> embarrassed in front of a group of people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because you tried to be your best behaviour, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. So it's totally understandable. And people that don't understand it need to stop pretending because they, they, it's completely understandable. <laughs> That's what I was saying. I hate when you watch films and there's that one snotty fucking... There's always one, yeah. Well-off parent. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And you're like, you just want to 
fucking knock her out. Like, her fucking life's so perfect. You know what I mean? But, um, be strong, man. And you'll get your daughter back. But just fix things with your brother. Do you know why, Pete? Do you know why there's always that one mum that's like that, Dan? Because her husband ain't fucking us. She ain't got nothing else to think about. She ain't having no sex. That's because he's fucking someone else, Jamie. Yeah, he's probably, <laughs> he's probably down the road in a swingers party, knowing, knowing what I found out on this fucking podcast. <clears throat> Everyone be fucking. Everyone be fucking. But, um, yeah, man, everyone needs family. So sort your stuff out, your brother, man. Suck up your pride. Or if you're stubborn or whatever, just make it right. And if he's got a drinking problem, there's always rehab. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just drive him and kick him out. <laughs> <laughs> but you get it through, man. But keep us updated. We want to know that you're uh, you're with your daughter, man. I don't like parents being uh, kept away from their kids. It's not right. No, it's not right. So we hope you get it sorted. And if not, there's always another fight with your brother. That made me feel better. <laughs> just go, go and beat him up again. <laughs> just knock on the door, just clap him out. <laughs> what was that for? Just felt like it. Why not? <laughs> right. Oh man, I did not buy enough drink. Right. So we got more feedback from the uh, work party. It was a good episode. Uh, th- this listener said that they loved the joke segment of the work party. And they their favourite joke was the drummer. The drummer with twins. Oh, at a one and a two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <mate. laughs> and he says, how do you guys keep it fresh every week? I do love the show. Well, that's easy because the listeners make it fresh. We do absolutely nothing except turn up. Exactly, yeah. Sometimes I deliberately... <laughs> um, like only skim the email so I don't know every detail so it's a surprise to me <laughs> when I <listen> to it. <laughs> so I know, I, know like, I can oh. always come out fresh <laughs> I read them like a gazillion times <coughs> but no thank you we appreciate the feedback it's always good to to hear it keeps us going and them stars, them Spotify stars. Ooh, Where are we at now on chub. Spotify? I'll, uh, I'll have a look. Last time I, I think I last time I had a look. Oh, I'm sure it was 40 so, wasn't it? Don't know. You may have told me since. <laughs> yeah, it's called 45. Fuck me. Yeah, 45 five stars. Can't grumble at that. Uh, right. He says, as a mixed race, mixed race guy growing up in a predominantly white, uh, predominantly, fucking hell, I've never read that, seen that right down. <laughs> cut, Jamie, cut. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck does that say? Uh, as a mixed race guy growing up in a predominantly white area, it's nice to hear from you, from guys from a more normal back in mixed communities anyway away from the problem yeah Luton is very mixed multicultural very very say. mixed yeah multicultural yeah. Yeah. <laughs> where everyone hates each other <laughs> <laughs> that's how you describe Luton <laughs> it's like a fucking prison 
Although when I lived in Berry Park, which is predominantly, I know that word now, predominantly um, Pakistani. Is that right? Yeah. Mostly that, yeah. yeah. Mostly Pakistani, Bangladesh, Bangladeshis. Yeah, yeah. It's the best place to get a curry if you're craving one at two o'clock in the morning because they are always open. Except I don't appreciate the bells at the weekend, but yeah, it's like that living yes. at a fucking church as well. Church is just as bad. Yeah, but then you got the other opposite, right? Because like me and Jamie, are, we don't give a fuck you know, what colour we are or anything like that. It doesn't really matter. But then Luton is also where the EDL were born, born yeah. created, yeah, just yeah. Which is the shittest fucking it's group. <clears throat> like a right ring, white ring group out of uh, fucking yeah, yeah. the UK. Bunch of wankers that just don't like to get on with each other. But that's what I mean about Luton hating each other. They've always got to have a fucking argument about something. You know it's I mean? been notoriously gang ridden for years, isn't it? And then that became like a yeah, race yeah. thing. But it doesn't matter. Normal people no. are normal with each other, innit? It's everyone that wants to be a dickhead yeah. <laughs> becomes part of that. Yeah. Everyone that's got a problem with something, you know what I mean? But yeah. life's life, man. We're all in the same boat. Um, and he also says, I just hit a two, a deer too, Dan. Oh. Two deers. They're fucking wankers. And it destroyed his little Ford KA, which in one way I was glad so I could get another car, but in another way it's unneeded expense. I have just found out after three weeks that my car may not get fixed because the repairs may be more than my car's worth, which I think is horseshit. So me and you're in the same boat. I actually messaged him and said, what car did you end up getting? And he's still looking. So we literally are in the same boat as I now have no car either. <laughs> he's <laughs> fucking dear. Oh, mate. National problem, mate. It's a national problem. If we could get guns in England... That's what I would do on my weekend. I would just try and make them extinct. <laughs> at, at least in Scotland, you know what I mean? At least in Scotland. <laughs> I actually... The deer that I hit, everyone kept claiming that it had no head. No head? And now the only... Yeah, it had no head, apparently. The only thing that makes me feel better is that it may be in my engine block somewhere. Mother of and God. That, that is serial killer dad coming out there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm 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 happy go lucky, but if you fuck with something I've paid for, <laughs> you know what I mean. You ain't gonna be happy. So he says. So on to the question. I've been hating my job for a long time, and I've had the opportunity to move to Saudi Arabia for two years to do something totally different and earn next to nothing, but all expenses paid for a combination of food. I'll be doing something that I'd enjoy as a young scout, like canoeing and other activities. Shall I go out and enjoy the two years and start fresh in two years time coming home? Or do I stay put and try to find something in town? Saudi is never a place I thought I'd visit. But they have a lot of people heading out there and I may miss my chance. What do you guys think? I think make sure it's kosher before you fucking go anywhere. And... um if you're in that stage of life where you think that you could leave for two years and come back and you wouldn't have to worry about things, go for it. Why not? Enjoy your life. Fucking go for yeah. it. Yeah. What's what's going to change in England? Nothing. Everything's going to get shitter. <laughs> the money's, yeah. Electricity is going to be shit. 
Fucking gas is shit. Mortgage rates are shit. Everything. Jobs are shit. Yeah. Deers, what, what's the, the difference between... <laughs> <laughs> the deers are shit, yeah. What's the difference between sitting in a cold fucking house with no food and a shit job or being in a... Saudi Arabia's warm, right? That's a warm country. Yeah, yeah. Very warm desert. For two years where everything's paid... You've got a roof over your head. They're paying for the heating and electricity. Yeah, you know I mean, and it's easy. You'll, you'll if I get, didn't have a fucking mortgage, I'd do it. You'll come back a bit more cultured, I think, as well. And what kind of fucking stories are you going to have for two years over there, man? You come back. I I listen to people that have been like, "Oh, I did this. I did that. Oh, I spent this many years in Australia. I spent this many years in the thing." And I'm like, "You lucky bastard." No, I mean, I spent. How old am I now? I spent 25 years being in debt. I spent 15 years without a holiday because I had no fucking money for it. That's fucking mad. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. So what fucking... I would think of as well about, like, because you know how I like going and travelling anyway, but if I was this fella... Well, that's not right. That would make me 10. <laughs> 20 years in debt. <laughs> <laughs> How many have I had, Jamie? <laughs> <laughs> um, with this fella as well, I'd be thinking if I'm going out there single and I'm doing some kind of canoeing activity thing, that means I'm dealing with the, like the tourists. So that could be new women every week, mate. And that's what I'd be thinking. Trying it. I think it'd be well good. Yeah. A different culture, better food. You know what I mean, the atmosphere would be better. I don't see why not. I wouldn't even question it. Like I said, what are you going to do here? Working fucking curries or Asda? Curry's you know even I mean? still going? Fucking... That's P- is it? No, yeah, it's Curry's PC world, isn't it? Was it? That's how long it is since I've been to any kind of fucking industrial state. <laughs> yeah, because you order everything in. <laughs> but that's what I mean, though. Like, what's he going to... Exactly. What's there to stay here for? You'll end up no, in the call centre, I think, for a few years. You know what it's like when you're young. You bounce around jobs doing like these weird little shit jobs that no one wants to do. So you may as well... Well, you've got the years ahead of you, mate. Just go. If I had the money, I'd be fucking off-ski. Like, people wouldn't even know that I had like, left the country. The house would just be closed up and I'd be gone. <laughs> yeah, saying about um, moving away and that, my brother's mate, and his uh, fiance are actually in Australia. I think they're gonna they're over there for like three or four years. He spent fucking years eating like fifty p tins of Tesco's beans to like save up money for it. Yeah, but that's mental, right? Like, what the the lengths he had to go through to to do that. Yeah, it's, it's... but now that he's doing it, it's amazing, right? Exactly. Yeah. And that's and with the situation that this guy's in, he didn't have to save up or nothing. He could just fuck off. Yeah, it could be the beginning as well of touring elsewhere in the world. So I would just fucking do it. Oh, what is that? (laughs) (laughs) It's something I bought at the time. I thought. Sounded quite good. It's something I bought at the time. It sounded quite good, and now that I've smelt it, I've regretted it. Oh no! Peanut butter and raspberry jam pale ale. Oh god! 
You always go for the weird ones. Oh. It smells like if a peanut hadn't wiped its ass for about a week. Oh. That's what it. That's what it smells like. No. Oh. Oh, like the froth won't even go down. It's like I've always got the same um, feelings towards peanut butter that I do pineapple on pizza. It shouldn't oh, see, exist. No, I quite like peanut butter. It shouldn't exist. It has to be really cheap, shitty peanut butter, though. I can't handle that organic crap. Um, Yeah, so let us know. Don't buy your car, though, by the way. Don't buy a car and then fuck off for two years because it won't be no good when you get back. <laughs> That's true. That fucking dear living in it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. Fuck the car. So don't. Off. Yeah, yeah. Just, just leave it. That save you some money. I mean. But um, let us know. I'm assuming you'll still have um. The internet over there. Let's hope. I'm not very good with my geography, <laughs> but I'm sure they have got the internet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Back to the arch as it is. I've got to try and drink that now. Right. This story is amazing, so I'm going to try not to cock it up. Um, thank you if you add a little story into your emails and stuff. I fucking love them. Seriously, like I thought I did some stupid shit or got into some situations, but... <laughs> yeah, some people taking the cake, innit? Some people. Yeah, Sometimes yeah. they're writing in and I'm like, is this real? Is... <laughs> Well, <laughs> <This> possibly <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love this. Well, I'm going to try and do this. I'm going to read this out well so I can make a tic-tac tic tac out of it. A tic-tac. Okay. A tic-tac tic out of it. <clears throat> Let me just open my cam so I'm not interrupting you. Right, okay. <clears throat> <laughs> oh, no. I'm not drinking that. Oh, my God. It's like it tastes like peanut butter that's floated in water. Uh, like Jesus it's like damp, che- check if it's damp in date. peanut butter. Yeah, it's not. It's in date. It's not that old. I bought it at Christmas. It's happened to me before. This product contains nuts. Yeah, I can fucking taste them. It's like they're floating in it. Oh, I can't get that taste out of my mouth now. <laughs> He's gone to the arches. <laughs> I just uh, I can't get the taste out. <laughs> that makes up for one of your shots on the New Year's episode. <coughs> just get that that taste of fucking damp peanut out of my mouth. Hope that damp doesn't peanut. ruin my cup or now. Damp peanuts, Dan. Both. <laughs> Neither of them are pretty with her in your mouth. So he says, Hi gents. I felt for the Uber driver. I spent a number of years working in a bar in a hotel just up the road from my apartment. And I can count on one hand how many times women made a move on me in the te- uh, in the tears of working there. Tears? Years. Yeah, says tears. No, it says tears. <laughs> I'll breed it verbatim. Is that the right word? (laughs) (laughs) But the men, at least a couple a month, would offer some kind of sexual endeavour. The weirdest moment 
I had was a guy who was there with his wife. She went to bed and he kept buying shots of tequila. Oh, Jamie, you know what happens with the tequila. The more he had, the more forward he was becoming. He finally asked me to come outside while he had a cigarette. Me being with a good customer service, agreed. And he whipped out possibly the largest penis I've ever seen. He waved at me like a crazy person. I told him in a gasp voice, no thank you. He proceeded then to cry and say that he's got some signals from me that evening and that his wife did not love him. Luckily, not long after that, he fell asleep in the lobby and I closed the bar and headed home. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ. I always did wonder. I always did wonder if they ever got creeped on in fucking hotels. (laughs) Oh, you must do. You must do. I think that's fucking brilliant. I would have taken a picture. If that was the biggest penis I've ever seen, I'd be like... Can you imagine the shock? You're Snap. Just, you're just going out, you're like tidying stuff away, and you look over and he's wanging his fucking penis about it. Yeah, because you would, you would sort of like grab it, wouldn't you? And then you would like helicopter it. <laughs> <laughs> like a baby's Poor arm guy. holding an apple, Dan. Like a baby's arm holding yeah. an apple. Poor guy. Safe to say I do not miss working those late shifts anymore. Yeah, I don't fucking blame you. I've always said that I like to be the biggest in the room. And that doesn't change that. Fucking hell, I'd be crying. <laughs> Tears would be streaming. So, so I've just finished playing football for the for good this year. As my LCL went last year. And I tried to come back this time round and it's no good. I'm trying to think of activities me and the guys can do. Without it being too physical. But still being competitive. That's a bad injury, ACL. Makes it sore. It is, isn't it? Yeah, that's the that's the normal one that goes, isn't it? When you play football, ACL. Yeah, basketball players lose it as well a lot. It's when you twist your knee quickly, the ligament snaps. Do you know Matt, my mate? Hell. It happened to him. Yeah, it happened to him a few years ago. Fucking hell! And then we got drunk in a nightclub once, and he tried to do the Keith Lemon dance. Do you know where? He like... <laughs> Where he like jumps and like puts his legs out like a fucking um, like an old fucking Russian person. Do you know where they do that? Oh like yeah, jump and then put both legs out. He was doing that. Mm-hmm. Forgot that he'd done his ACL. <laughs> Fuck you know what landed and just went down. Like he went. He did it once. And he he just folded up like a fucking deck chair and was like sitting <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> and we we're all looking at him like, "What the fuck happened?" And then we realised his ACL was gone, isn't it? <laughs> Jesus Christ! So this, I, I emailed him back, and I said, um, "Me and Jamie on the most athletic." No. So, uh, so and I said that we're more into contact sports, and I don't think that um, boxing or uh, UFC or hockey. It's probably the best if you've got a funny LCL. No, no. You could do... You could shoot horse if you could get your... You could. There's a basketball game that you could play um, called horse where you don't move. You just stay in your one spot and then you move. There's no like inter- interaction with other people so you can't twist it, if you know what I mean. It's li- I think there's still the, the sort of like you want to run around with though. You'd want to, yeah. Yeah. Just send your mate about, chasing um, the ball. What about Sabutio? What the fuck's that? Sabutio. It's the. It's like basically football, but you get the character, you got to flick them. 
Oh, I've never heard of that. Sabuto, it's like 75 years old. Have <laughs> <laughs> not fucking heard of Sabuto? It's like little, little tiny little footballers, and you get like a like a big felt pitch, and it, they've got some proper like leagues and stuff. You go on YouTube. Is it? Proper like Subiro leagues, yeah. And you got like, oh, the rules are ridiculous. I bet they are. Me, me and my brothers just go, oh, you just flick one each, just take turns. I ain't doing all that shit. Um, darts, darts. I think it depends on how many, because you say like your group of friends, how many is there? Because darts really is only for like two. Subutio. You could do. You like, could play two. darts. The most of people Doubles. I've done it with is like six. And that can, Pool. can create the game being really long. Yeah, it does, yeah. Pools too, though. Bowling. Oh, that's your legs. You might, it? yeah. Um, I had loads. Polo. <laughs> What's the one? Oh, no, that's a running one as well. The one with the net. Lacrosse. You can't do that. Either. That's you quite can't physical. do lacrosse. No, that's worse. <laughs> <laughs> you have to like jump about in the cross. Uh, <laughs> what would be a good one is like, do you remember we went to play that that mini golf? I mean, there's the place opposite, and there's like axe throwing, and there's like online darts. There's like tabletop golf. There's like there's loads of these type of places opening up. Mm. I think something like that would be a good activity to do. You could do that like once a month. Choose a different thing each time. What's that one as well? Uh, top golf is it? Top golf? Yeah, top golf. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. You can do that with like four or six people. Yeah, that's quite competitive as well. Or you can do what I like to like do. The, uh... Go to the pub. <laughs> yeah. Don't want to run around anymore. You just want to fucking. Oh, mate, I just keep looking at that dirty fucking drink. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's tough, man. Like. That's quite a tough injury if you want to do something, you know, athletic. Because obviously there's nerdy shit like you know, like D and D that we did, mm. and um, board games and stuff like that. But you know, they're only competitive to a certain amount. Yeah. Um, there's always FIFA. FIFA, yeah. Because no one plays, no one plays Pro Evo anymore because they fucked it up. <clears throat> so. Um, yeah, you have to let us know what you decide. I find, because um, I'm, I'm not a massive gamer, I find getting into new games really difficult. So if you can find a game that suits you, like online, if you're not into games now, then props to you, because it fucking... I, I live on one game, and that's one game only now. That's it. I don't play anything else. <laughs> I've become that no, old I, man I hate... Um, I hate playing with other people so I purely play like single player games mm. that's just because I'm a miserable bastard but yeah no <laughs> um, let us know what you decide it'd be interesting to find out I think we've given you a few options to uh... but it all depends on the amount of group because I was like what about squash but then squash is quite a physical tennis badminton table tennis you might get away with table tennis there's not too much as long as you can be no. reserved but you won't be. That's the thing, right? Mm. Like all these games, like the horse and stuff like that, are fine until you get into it, and then you want to start running and jumping and being a dickhead, mm. and then you're fucked. Yeah, you know I mean, same with like tennis. Tennis, you could still technically play 
calmly, but as soon as you start getting competitive... Yeah, you'll do what Matt did. You'll fold up and you'll be on the floor. <laughs> Deck chair it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> but yeah, hopefully... Just Can you not strengthen it up? Can you not like do... You can get an operation done, it... but obviously it depends on the severeness of the guy's injury. He might not be, might be too far gone. I know Matt had a operation, but he still can't play football or nothing, but he could do other stuff. Like he's come to play basketball with us and stuff. When do you play basketball? A couple of times, quite a few times. Me, the two bro- me and my two brothers, Matt, occasionally a few other people. Not once have you invited me. Wait, 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 Dan, you live in Scotland. All Saturday, do you want to come and play basketball? I think you're just making it up to make me lazier than I actually <laughs> <am doing laughs> We don't do it in the winter. It's fucking miserable now. Can you imagine going outside and playing? But we do it in the summer. Yeah, sure you do, yeah. Because I don't remember ever texting you and going, in the almost year we've been doing a podcast, and you going, I can't record this weekend because I'm playing basketball. Because <laughs> it's never it's never at the weekend in the in the evening. It's always in the after uh, like early morning afternoon. Yeah, just Ke- Kieran, um, <laughs> Kieran once DM'd LeBron James and said, "You can't beat me one on one." And <laughs> and then on the same day, he went to try and slam dunk. And obviously, we're only I'm five foot seven. Kieran's about five foot nine. The fucking hoop is ten foot in the air. So you ain't reaching it, no matter how high you can jump, yeah? Kieran tried to slam dunk and rolled his ankle in it. I had to go home. It's <laughs> lucky <laughs> like he didn't get a fucking reply, wasn't it? <laughs> he still sends the DM every now and then. I'm red. <laughs> yeah, I bet it is. It must get hundreds of them. Right, so our next listener is a female. Ooh. Which is good, because I'm sick of this sausage fest. Are oh, you, Dan? It, Jamie. Are you? Because everyone be fucking. Everyone be fucking, yeah. Everyone be fucking. So she says, I've been listening on and off since October, which isn't that long ago. No, it's only a couple of months. I mean, yeah. Uh, I enjoy listening to your guys' crazy personalities. Definitely you. Is it crazy, Jamie, or is it just normal? I think you deliberately try to trigger me. <laughs> only because i've run out of beer <laughs> so she so she says i've been living in a house share for the last six or seven months in london oh look another listener that might bump into you jamie prick and i have one housemate which i'm sure tries to sabotage any relationship i have or intimate intimacy with boys i have over she will play her music loud when we would be cooking or doing something in the living area. When we go into my room, she always has a question that is so urgent to interrupt us. It's got to the point where I'm paying for hotel rooms, which makes me feel like dating is smutty. There's a little bit. And uh, not a thing I should be doing. I'm not sure, sure if I'm overthinking things or whether she is acting crazy. She may be wanting the best for me because I've overheard her quizzing a guy I had round at the start of a relationship asking what his intentions were. Let me see if you guys shed any light on this. 
I'd be glad if you could take my email into consideration. Of course we can. What was your decision on this email, Jay? I think, personally, that <clears throat> there's a slight terms of jealousy there. Whether it's jealousy towards you getting male attention or whether it's jealousy towards the male taking your attention away from the person that you're living with. It could also be the fact that they were living there first and then you're bringing loads of people around. She might, you may be bringing too many people around for her liking. I think the best thing for you to do is try and talk to her. Get out in the open because living on eggshells is not a good thing. Yeah. I think as well, like you said, which I think you stole from me, was um, (laughs) if she was living there first and you've moved in, then it could be, yeah, like a sort of, like your parents sort of thing, don't want you bringing home boys and that because it, it makes, so she, if she's there first, it will feel like her house and you've yeah. just moved into it. You know what I mean? So she could be like, oh, why are these people in my house sort of thing and, and stuff like that. But I send the email out to a few people I know, females, even though it, the, it said a male perspective, I still wanted to see if, me and Jamie were on the same sort of track and the decision that I got a few times was <laughs> she's a lesbian and that she's jealous oh really <laughs> <laughs> yeah which I thought would be something that a male would come up with be like oh yeah she just wants to be in your pants but apparently that's what women think as well but when I read the email I read it as which I shouldn't have done now that I've read it out loud again it makes complete more sense that she wanted to be involved in general, which made it sound like maybe she doesn't have the biggest friend circle. Oh, right. And that when you have people over, she just wants to be involved, which is mm. why she's constantly like, oh, I have a question, because she wants you to be like... She doesn't fight, she doesn't she... mind third wheeling it type situation. Yeah. She wants to be asked to join in in, like, cooking. Or like she doesn't want to sit in a room on her own because you've got someone over. She wants to be involved with what's going on in the house. Which in a way makes sense as well, I think. Yeah, yeah. But I think the ultimate... There's two ways you can do it, right? You can go up to her and be like, look, bitch, I ain't paying for no more fucking hotel rooms and I need my whole field. So get a grips and fuck off, which I think is the bad route to go down. Or you can just sit down with her and say, look, you know, I'm part of this household and I've no intention of going anywhere else. I'm quite happy here, but I need my own space. And whether you like it or not, if I have someone over, that's to do with me, nothing to do with you. So I'd like you to take a step back, which yeah. I don't think is unreasonable. You don't know people's backgrounds as well. Like th- this person could have a weird religious background where she's she's judging it when... There's nothing to be judged because it's only natural to anyone else, normal. But you don't know. Like, I don't know half of the people's issues with certain things. And it's just, I don't know. I think um, the only way to resolve it is to have a calm conversation about it. If yeah. it gets, if she uh, gets like, arsy, then get arsy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fight back. But I've said before, I've lived with a couple mates, which I don't speak to now. And that's and that's nothing to do with me or them. Like we, obviously, everyone's got their own little habits, and I could never house share with someone I didn't know. But the main thing we didn't do was communicate. And mm. I met one of them guys now, and we've said about 
what we should have done when we lived together. So I think the best thing to do when you live with someone, which is also we've said is the hardest thing to do, is to talk to them. Yeah. Like you could, we could give you every possibility of what's going through a head right now, but at the end of the day, for your own peace of mind, because we've been wrong. Me and Jamie have been wrong a couple of times, and it still worked out, which is lucky for us. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the best thing to do is do like a fucking what make dinner together. So she's like, you've lured her in, so she's feeling comfortable. Yeah. And then, and then, jumper be like, "What's going on?" And see what she says. But I think if you're paying, uh, have you not got a lock on your door or anything like that? Because if you're paying, I would put a lock on my door. Like that room is mine. Yeah, the way I would see it is, especially if you're do- if you've got the bill split down the middle, it's just as much your place as it is hers. It'd be a little yeah. bit different dynamic if you're paying that person to stay in their place. So you're only paying yeah, like a she bit. owns the house. She owns the house. Then that then she has more say over who comes around and stuff. But if you if it's directly down the middle, put a lock on your door. Fuck her, don't matter. Have sex really loud. That's what I would do. <laughs> but um yeah no the best thing to do is talk to her. like you don't know what's going like i said she could be lonely she could, could be, be in love with you she could be yeah could be she could be just come through a breakup and then that's just something rare in its head from that that has nothing to do with you yeah. whatsoever yeah for sure i think um i think paying for hotel room is ridiculously crazy even though it's something i would completely do just mm. to avoid that conversation I would do exactly the same thing. Um, but you're in London. London's so fucking expensive. Even for a house here, I bet you're paying fucking eight, nine hundred pound a fucking month. Easy. You know what I mean? So don't do it. Save yourself some money. Rip the band-aid off and just sit down with her and just say, what the fuck's going on? You know what I mean? If you love me, I don't love you. So please leave me alone. That's the And if you, if you can get it resolved, then... That's the fucking best case scenario, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It may just be a case of like, like I said, she might just be lonely. Yeah. So it might just be a case of, because that's the thing. That's why I could never do it. Right. Is that you're living with this person and necessarily I, I'm not a people person. So I'd be like, I don't want to hang out with you. I didn't want to hang out with the guys I live with. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i just want to be in my room and be on my own i don't want yeah. to interact with you but that's what you got to deal with that you share the kitchen you share the bathroom now i find it really oh, different like me shit. and charlotte living together we've been living together six six years i'm used to my own space if charlotte didn't go out and do certain things during the day and go to the gym and leave the house go out and socialize with her own friends and stuff i'd crack up do you know what I mean? Because I need, yeah. sometimes you just need time to yourself. And that if that person's that needy that you're living with, that you can't be by yourself at any point during the day when you're at home, then it's the wrong person to be sharing the house with. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Romantically or not. Full show. So let us know what you decide. We hope it's a conversation and it's not like, barricading her in a room while you've got a fella around so you can have some you know I mean but changing the locks when stop. she's out <laughs> yeah yeah change the locks yeah stop buying <laughs> hotel rooms yeah that's crazy stop it yeah yeah 
We're going for a living crisis here. I don't know if you've realised. <laughs> <laughs> if you're paying for a house, do it there. Jesus Christ. And like Jamie says, if she's that bothered, just have it loudly. We'll all be happy. <laughs> Fucking people. I can't handle them. Right, so our last email of this episode. He's got an amazing name, but I'm not going to say it because he didn't allow me to. And he starts off saying, Sick pod. It's been getting me through my late shift tonight. Only found you guys today on Apple Pods. We don't get much from Apple Pods. I think we there's only something like 15% of people listen on there. But thank you. We appreciate that. He says, I have a funny issue which could help for some content for you guys if you if you want to laugh too. During my holidays, I had a cabin booked with my ex-girlfriend that I decided to take a girl I was dating to. I've been speaking to two girls called Emma. When invited, when I invited the Emma I wanted to come, she agreed and it was all peachy. But then when she came to my house, it was in fact the wrong Emma. <laughs> she was the other one that I was due to pie off at the day. But being a strong human being, I am, I decided to act like it was the one I wanted. <coughs> Turns out we've had a great time and I'm happy with her. And I was just being too fussy in the past. Is this something that you'd keep to yourself or would you con- confess it to her? It's a hard one. The other Emma I have seen since and I've told her I'm dating someone else. So I don't have to worry about the blowback from her. P.S. Me and her bro have massive beef with each with each dating back years from school. How would you approach that as well? Fuck no. Jay- take this it, is Jamie's take it to the grave. <laughs> Do not fucking say a word. <laughs> Do not mention this podcast to her so she doesn't hear this. Take yeah. it to the fucking grave. <laughs> you've, you've fucking... You've just given the golden ticket, mate. The other one doesn't care. She doesn't know. No. The only for person the one, that knows for the one me, time, you and Dan. <laughs> yeah. That for the one time... I agree with Jamie and just fucking lie. Do well, not even lie. Just never bring it up again. No. There's only one Emma. You've never, not in your entire life, you've ever met Emma before this one. Yes. Exactly. You're like, oh, you're the first Emma I've ever met. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Emma who? Never again. Emma who? Yeah. But you're Emma. What are we talking about? Yeah. You're the Emma. <laughs> Mate. I wouldn't even fucking question it. There would be. No, I would just be like, oh, delete. Never met. Never met that person. Yeah. That's it. No fucking. And then if you're with Emma and you bump into the other Emma and she'd be like, who was that? Be like, oh, that's Tracy. <laughs> I mean, that, that's not an Emma. Not even with it in her head be like, oh, I wonder if you meant that Emma. No. She's got a different name now. That's it. That's from now on, she's named something else. Anything you like, just make it up. But remember, make sure you can remember it. Everyone's entitled to Fuck have fucking you know. reservations about someone at the beginning of the dating. So don't even feel guilty about that. Just don't take. Yeah. Just don't say nothing to that. All you're gonna do is upset people. Just don't say nothing. Just yeah. don't say. Nothing. Just making your life more difficult if you say anything. Just don't yeah, even exactly. fucking. I would keep that yeah. fucking to myself. <laughs> <laughs> As for the the brother not liking you date each other, fuck him. Yeah. The thing, the best thing you do is say to him. Uh, because 
do it in front of her parents as well, in front of their parents, and just be like, because he, you know, full well that he's gone to her parents and been like, oh, back in the day in school he was a knob, this and that. In front of her parents, go up to him, shake his hand, and be like, oh, I'm sorry we had some differences back in the past, but you know, I've grown up. <clears throat> you know, I like I like Emma a lot. Blah blah blah. Bullshit, 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 bullshit. The parents are like. Oh, that's really growing up of him to do that. He'll reject it completely in front of the parents. Make himself look. But like you look a dick. Like the bigger man. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. You never have to deal with him again because the parents now think you're a nice guy, and he just looks petty. I um, I've actually been so. in this situation before dating, getting with Charlotte. Before the girl that I cheated on to get with Charlotte, I was with someone else. <laughs> For only about two months. But she was the sister of someone I went to school with. A couple of years younger than me. Right. And this fella hated me in school. Because you know what I was like in school. I used to think I was the top MC artist in fucking the UK. I used to think I was like the biggest gangster fucking chav twat in the UK basically. (laughs) Um, I was a real dick in school. And... Like, that was obviously five, six years after school. Completely different person then to what I was in school. He tried to do that to me. He tried to say to his parents, this guy's no good. He's a drug dealer. He does this, he does that. I never deal drugs in my life. So I don't know where the fuck he got with all that from. And her parents like sat me down in the living room, made her go upstairs. And I was sitting in their living room and they gave, they had like a list of questions written down that they could not ask me. I was like yeah. fucking nineteen. I didn't. I was like, what are they doing? <laughs> yeah. And this yeah, fellow yeah, like yeah. basically said all this stuff I didn't done in school to people. And was it true or was it not? And I was like, yeah, that's true. No, I wasn't a drug dealer. No, I didn't do this. No, I didn't do that. And then eventually they just let me carry on dating their daughter. But I was like, I got a grilling because that, that guy's perception of me. Six years ago, there's people that I meet now that I went to school with that thought I was a dickhead. So yeah. people would completely different now. Do you know what I mean? That's what I mean. Wait for the moment. Like as soon as you hear him talking to the parents, just fucking walk in there, balls deep, apologize, shake his hand, look like the bigger man, and then you're on fucking you're on the right foot. Then yeah, straight Fuck away. Him. Straight yeah. away. Fuck yeah, him. Absolutely. Because that's what he's doing, yeah. 100%. 100%. I'd have what little money I have, I'd put on that. <laughs> and my car that won't get fixed. I'd, yeah. I'd put it all on black. Place your car down on it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and um, and you'll just look like the top dog. Yeah, so let us know what you do. Um, and congratulations on your relationship. Hopefully it all goes well and the brother doesn't, you know, be a brother. Whatever you do, be do not brother. get drunk and like confess your fucking sins to this woman because <laughs> there's no need to say anything. It's an innocent mistake. <laughs> like we said, that's the only Emma you've ever met. Yeah. Even if your mother's name's Emma, you'd never, you didn't know that her name was mum. Like Emma Bunton, who? Who the fuck's Emma Bunton, mate? Yeah. Don't know who that is. <laughs> Emma Watson, who? <laughs> yeah. First ever Emma you've ever yeah, met. Never heard of that name before. Before we, because that's all the emails. Thank you again for sending them in. Um, before we go off, 
I so the guy I give a lift to work, his missus is a lecturer at a college. Okay. It just shows us how low society goes when I say this. So I understand like me and Jamie are big um advocate for mental health. Obviously we do this podcast to help people out to give you a bit of peace of mind, to give you a different um opinion a different view on your problems to try and help you solve them and give you a bit of humor but even mental health sometimes goes too far so there's two situations that um my work colleague was telling me about one is there is um a student at his partner's college that will not enter the college building unless a teacher comes out and holds her hand as they go into the building so she was doing it obviously because um colleges are all like that but one day this this student was late and messaged the the lecturer and was like I'm outside and they're like well you have to come in on your own because you're late and then class has now started so she went home because she physically couldn't enter the building without someone holding her hand why is that because that's the world we live in because Mental she health can't touch too the far, door, is it? She can't. She can't do it. She needs. I don't know. College is like I nineteen years old, isn't it? Yeah. Not me. Also, to just to top that off, there was a medical, a first aid call. So the first aiders rushed to the classroom, and would you like to take a stab in the dark at what the problem was, what the medical issue was in this classroom that needed the uh, first aiders? Like a nosebleed or something <laughs> stupid like that. The student required a cuddle. <laughs> Fuck off, Dan, did they? Is yeah, that true? That was, yeah. That was the medical emergency, yeah. The medical emergency the, was the, the student needed a cuddle. Yeah. The student needed a cuddle because they were having... And there's like 30 people in that room. Yeah. They're freaking out and they call medical and she needed a hug. Fuck me. Or he, I don't know. I don't know if it's a he or she. They they needed a hug. Twenty twenty three guys. Yeah, that's... Welcome to twenty twenty three guys. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I don't have a problem. Like obviously, uh, me and Jamie suffer with our own mental health and stuff like that. But that's just gone mental. What happens when they go to to work? Because obviously, you're in college to go to learn to go to work. Mm-hmm. You ain't going to work. Uh, you go ring your boss up, the area manager. Um, I I can't come into work today. Was that because someone can't hold my hand to uh, mm. to take me to my car and then to guide me into work? Then what is, what do you do if you're working from home? You hold your own hand as you log into the computer. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, you know I mean, I've fallen over and someone needs to kiss my knee. You know, how old are you? This person's got with the going into the building. They've got to the building. Yeah, someone. Yeah, they've either got off the bus or someone's dropped them off, mm. and they're standing out front of the building, <laughs> and they can't go into the building without someone coming out to, you know to hold their hand. Oh, it might be beyond me. There might be some serious illness behind that, but it's just starting to sound a bit fishy to me. Especially, well, the cuddle thing is definitely some kids taking the piss. Some kid oh, is taking the piss. But um. Yes, if that happens to you, please email in, explain to us, educate me and Jamie as to why 
hugs are required at the first aid. Can you imagine going to like four years of uh, no, well, how many how many years it takes to become a doctor? Eight years. Yeah, if that, and probably more. Could Something more. like that. Yeah. Six or eight years. Six or eight years. Can you imagine having a segment of your uh, your years at university on how to give proper hug procedure without it being sexual? Oh yeah, they'll, they'll, it's probably going to happen. It's probably it's probably getting broke as we speak, Dan. That would be the day that I'd be like, "This world's fucked." If 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 we've got we're paying people to be in university, and they've got a whole semester on how to give a proper non-sexual hug. <laughs> That's it. I'm done. <laughs> we've got Scotland. I don't know about England, but Scotland have got fucking ambulances like queuing to get into hospitals because the NHS are, are dying. How many of those people in that ambulances are just getting taken to hospital because they need a proper hug from a professional? Exactly getting told well even like do you remember when i uh done myself in with the gin glass yeah when i was in that a and e i'm telling you now i was the only cunt in that room that had something wrong with me that i was the only <laughs> cunt in that room that had something wrong with me <laughs> everyone else sitting there completely fine two o'clock in the morning on a saturday completely fine i was the only person in that room that had any physical problems going on Unless they had like their dick trapped in saint in the, under their trousers, as I say, I don't know. <laughs> but you could not see anyone in physical pain. Everyone was laughing. They were having a grand time in the fucking A and E department. And I was just like, "Go home, everybody! I'm waiting in the queue because of use, and there seems to be no problem. No problem." Is another is another question for you. In America, how much do you think they would charge for a hug from a trained professional? I know it's like five grand for an ambulance ride, isn't it? <laughs> is it really I think so i think it's like it's either a grand or five grand or something like that. i remember someone telling me once like you know can you imagine the hug clinic <laughs> mate it's just someone someone's opened a, a clinic just purely to come in and 200 pound for if a hug you want to start a business dan two men no hope of hugs we'll fucking i've been up. told that i've given pretty good hugs as well so we'd be making a mint i wouldn't even have to get my dick out in fact that'd be frowned upon to get my dick exactly. out exactly You'd be training people not to get their dick out. <laughs> That's what the first subject is. Keep the zipper closed. <laughs> <laughs> now on to chapter two, wang away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what to do if your dick accidentally falls out during the hug? You know what I mean? fuck's sake anyway that's our ramblings for the end of the episode <laughs> fuck me that's life right to sum up that episode then uh, as we know now our listeners are crazier than us with some of the stories that we've heard today um, but yeah it's been good going into 2023 we've been inundated with emails inundated with listens inundated with likes and subscribes so just keep it up guys really appreciate it and uh that's all from me and me because there's no more music music is dead jamie (laughs) music is dead (laughs) music is dead (laughs) bye guys (laughs) see you later